Welcome to the Attracting Lasting Love podcast presented by CoachingWithFroy.com. You've found the place where single adults come for mindful wisdom and insight into how to attract and create healthy, lasting, conscious relationships. And now, here's your host, the owner of CoachingWithFroy.com, number one best-selling author, certified relationship coach, and TV analyst, Roy Biancalana. Well, hello again, and welcome to another edition of the Attracting Lasting Love podcast. My name is Roy Biancalana, and today we are doing part two of a five-part series that I have titled Trigger Warning, right? We are dealing with one of the most common experiences that we human beings have, and that is we get triggered by things all the time. And so I wanted to devote a number of podcasts to help us get some clarity of understanding as to what's really happening when we feel bothered by something, when we're upset, when we get reactive, when we get triggered, what's really happening and how can we respond to it in a way that doesn't just create more drama and more pain and more problems. You know, it's really easy to respond when we're triggered and we just escalate whatever issue is going on. And if we're honest, sometimes we know it and we don't mind because we're so triggered. We want to fight back. We want to say something to hurt someone else the way we've been hurt. You know, so sometimes when we're triggered, we we get so overtaken by our anger or our frustration or our fear that we just let that energy take us over and we create all kinds of problems. And, you know, I've done that. I've done some amazingly stupid things when I've been under the influence of a trigger, <laughs> okay? And I'm sure you have too. And maybe I'll do more stupid things in my life. I don't know. Maybe you will too. But there might come a time when we get triggered and we're feeling that energy come up in us and we don't want to create more drama. We, we would really like to be more present and to respond more positively, to maybe learn something or to de-escalate a situation or just not cause more conflict than we need to experience. So this series is trying to to, to give you some wisdom, to give you some pointers on what to do when you when you really don't want it to escalate, <laughs> okay? And and so maybe the next time you get triggered, you're going to have some some of this information sort of at your disposal. It'll be sort of in your tool belt that you can call upon some of the things you've learned here um, and how to deal with your being triggered in a more positive way, okay? Now, I'm not going to repeat and lay a foundation again 
uh, in this podcast. I'm going to highlight a couple of the important things, but if you have not listened to part one, when I talked about the wanting of security, um, podcast number 127, you really do need to go back and listen to the first 30 minutes because I, I go deeply into you know, what being triggered means and I give a lot of background and a lot of context because I don't want to spend much time today on that. In fact, I want these next four podcasts in the series to be a little on the shorter side because I want to jump right into the issue and talk about these other four core wants The core wants are what's getting triggered when we are triggered. It's the reason why we feel triggered. It's the buttons getting pushed. There are five buttons that we carry inside of us, you could say. And when any one of those buttons get pushed, we get triggered. And so I want to shorten these podcasts a, a little bit so that when you do feel you get triggered around one of the five buttons, security, approval, control, connection, or separation, you can access the podcast and quickly get some wisdom for yourself. So I'm actually viewing this five-part series as a series that you might want to listen to numerous times or to have at your disposal when you feel yourself being triggered or one of these five buttons is being pushed. So with that, let me just give you some of the highlights. Basically, what I'm wanting to do is help you understand and get real clarity as to what's going on when you're upset or bothered or irritated and reactive or or triggered. And what's happening is that not only is there the situation that is pushing your button. Someone said something, an experience, a circumstance. You know, there's a there's a situation that's happened that on the surface appears to have set you off. What I'm pointing to is that if you dig a little deeper, you find out there's more going on than meets the eye. And what you find is that we have these deeper wants. Every ego has them. Every human being has them. There's nothing wrong with them. We all have a a wanting to feel safe and secure. We all have a wanting to feel approved of, to be liked, loved, appreciated, noticed. We all have a wanting to be in control of our lives and everything around us. We all have a longing to feel connected, to belong, to be one with. And we all have a desire at times to be free, to be not trapped, to be separate, to be sort of left alone, okay? These are just wants that all human beings have, and they aren't right, and they aren't wrong, they aren't good, they aren't bad, they are just the truth about the human experience. The issue is, where do you go to get what you want? That's the issue. You want these things. And I could even be so bold to say that your whole life is about getting these things. When you look at the true motivations behind what you're doing, your life is about meeting these needs. 
getting what you want. So the, it's not bad that you want them. It's just depends on how you're going to do it. Now, there's only two ways to do it. You're either going to look outside of yourself and hope that people, places, experiences, circumstances give you what you want and depend on things outside of you to, to meet these emotional needs. Or you're going to find a way to source them from within yourself, to give them to yourself, to experience the presence of them already within you. Those are your only two choices. You want security, approval, control, connection, and separation. You do. Don't even try to deny it. The issue is, where do you go and what's your strategy to get what you want? The conventional way is to go outside of ourselves. And since this is a podcast about relationships, relationships are one of the favorite ways that that we think we can get what we want. We believe that relationships really are the way to get these emotional needs met. And so we look for partners. Because if I find a partner, I can feel secure. Why do you think people look for you know, for partners who make a lot of money, right? Because people tie security to finances. Now, we know that just because you have money doesn't mean you're secure because money can disappear overnight, (laughs) right? Stock market can drop, you know, people embezzle money, right? So, but this is the the issue. We, We see relationships as the way to feel approval or we want to find a partner as a way to feel like we're in control of our lives and of course the the wanting of one to be to be one with to to belong very much associated with a partner and even the wanting to be free to be separate to not be trapped has big relationship implications we want a partner that won't trap us that will allow us to have our freedom. And if we're in a relationship and it seems to trap us in those ways, well, then, you know, we don't want to be in a relationship or we might break up with someone because I feel smothered. I'm losing my autonomy. I'm losing my own sense of self. I'm getting lost in a relationship and I I lose myself in a relationship. Okay. So the relationship issue plays itself out in these emotional needs, these core wants in amazingly powerful ways. And that's why we're talking about it. So you have these five core wants and your life is about getting these needs met, getting what you want. And then the spiritual journey is about how are you going to do that and noticing the implications of both. We begin to notice that if we try to get these things from outside of ourselves, we create codependence. Why? Well, because I'm depending on you or this circumstance or this condition to give me what I want. So I'm dependent on that. 
Because if that doesn't give me what I want, well, then I don't have what I want. Do you follow me? Right? So this is the root of codependent relationships because we all know what the law of attraction means. Well, I shouldn't say that. Anyone who listens to this podcast know what the law of attraction means. It means like attracts like. It means you attract after your own kind. Meaning, if you are seeking to have your core wants met through an intimate relationship, you can guarantee that you will meet someone who is doing the same thing of you. In other words, if you're expecting your partner to meet your core want for approval, which is our topic today, then I can guarantee you because of the law of attraction, that person is expecting you to meet their emotional needs. And now you're depending on each other to meet each other's core wants. Now, because both of you are human, you're going to fail. You're not going to consistently and reliably be there for your partner in the ways that each of you really want that. You're going to let each other down. You're going to disappoint each other, not because you're bad people, but because you're human. Because sometimes you don't want to meet somebody else's needs. Sometimes you're more concerned about yourself or you're committed to a project or something and you're not going to be there for your partner. And their desire for approval is going to feel like, well, I don't feel, I don't, I don't feel you meeting my needs. Right? This happens in relationships a lot. At a certain point in time, a couple begins to have conversations about things like, you know, where is the person that I first met? Or you don't treat me the way you used to. Okay, because very early in a relationship, these codependent patterns are happening and you're actually fulfilling each other's wants for a time. But, but it's not sustainable because you're a human being. And so eventually, you don't meet those emotional needs. You aren't there for your partner in the way you used to be. And then they begin to feel, where are you? I don't feel close to you. I don't feel safe. I don't feel approved of. I don't feel connected. You follow me? So when you, when you look outside of yourself for these things, which is the conventional wisdom, 99 out of 100 relationship coaches are going to teach you that, yeah, you have these wants and you're supposed to find them in your partner or in your job or in your money or from your parents or from your kids or from your friends, 99 out of 100 coaches are going to tell you that, yeah, you have these wants and your life is about trying to arrange life to attract things, to manifest things that will fulfill these core wants. And it's not a bad thing. I'm just here to tell you it doesn't work. It's not wrong to do that. You can try it. You have been trying it. I'm just telling you it doesn't work and you probably already know that. You probably already know 
that if you get a raise, you don't feel more secure, not for long. You probably already know that if you find someone and they say, I love you, that your desire to feel connected and one with has not gone away because maybe they're not meeting that need or maybe the relationship has fallen apart or ended. Now, I want to take a parenthesis here and just say I'm recording on the day that they pick up the trash, evidently. So I don't know if you can hear that beeping sound in the background, but this is what happens when you record live and we're going to fight our way through it unless it becomes so awful that I just have to start over. (laughs) But I don't want to start over. So anyway, we have this choice because we've got these wants. We're either going to go outside of ourselves and be disappointed and have lots of drama because life partners make lousy life sources, or we're going to learn to meet these wants from within ourselves, learn to source them from within ourselves. Okay? Now, having said that, I want to talk to you about the second core want. The first one was security, to feel safe, to survive, whether it's physically surviving, financially surviving, emotionally, psychologically surviving. Today, we're talking about the wanting of approval. This is so common. This is so pervasive. The wanting to feel approval is the wanting to feel special. It's the wanting to be liked, loved, seen, noticed, valued, appreciated, right? You've got that in you. Don't you want to be valued and appreciated and noticed and and loved and liked? Of course you do, right? That's why I'm saying there's nothing wrong with these things. But if you have this want in you and this this and you feel like you're lacking approval, you're lacking this inner sense of being wanted and valued, you're going to put pressure on people to meet that need, to make you feel valued. You have to compliment me. You, you have to ask me how I'm doing. You have to notice my contribution. You, you have to show me that you like me. You, you're going to hold people responsible for, for meeting your need for approval. And so you can become an approval addict. And that word addict is not too strong of a word. In fact, let me tell you a little behind the scenes thing here at Coaching with Roy. I was going to title this series. I wasn't going to use trigger warning. I was going to title this something like handling the most uncommon addictions. And I was going to make the case that we all are addicted to things that are very uncommon, things that are not thought of as addictions. Right? When you hear about addictions, you think about chemical addictions, whether it's smoking, drinking, you know, other drugs. You can think about addictions like shopping, gambling, porn. But people don't normally think about this wanting of security as an addiction. 
or the wanting of approval as an addiction. But I'm here to tell you, and you probably already know, that these wants are so powerful that they are really just like an addiction. They are an addiction. We can obsess over these things. And my point in this series is when we aren't getting one of these wants met, that's why we get triggered. You're not noticing me. I don't feel approved of. And I'm trying to give you a new language here, a new way of understanding why you get upset by things. It's not just that a person ghosted you. It's not just that your boss didn't you know, notice the contribution you made on a project. It's not just that. It's that deeper down, you're wanting approval and you didn't get it. That's what someone ghosting you is communicating. They're, you're not special. You're not noticed. They're just blowing you off and you can feel this. What's being triggered is a wanting to be liked, to be loved, and you're ignoring me. You didn't call me. You ghosted me. Or the boss not noticing your contribution. Or your parents not noticing something about you. Or your friends or... You follow me? So this is a great insight that when you get triggered, when your buttons get pushed, you can stop for a moment and say, okay, I know the situation that's pushing my buttons, but if I dig deeper, which one of these five core wants is really the issue? What, what am I wanting from the situation that I'm not getting? And then once you really identify that, well, then you can work with it. Then you could say, okay, I'm going to try to get that want met through people, places, and things. Good luck. But you can try harder to get people to notice you, to value you, to like you, to love you. You can morph yourself, you know, be a chameleon and be the person that you think you need to be, become a people pleaser, right? What is people-pleasing? It's the wanting of approval, is it not? You lose your center. I, need to, I, I feel like I'm lacking so much approval and that to get it, you've got it. So I'm going to be a people-pleaser. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to do whatever you want. I'm going to try to make you happy. And if I do, then maybe you'll like me. Maybe you'll want me. So we can do things with our appearance because we're really wanting approval, okay? Feel that. How much of the way you dress, the way I dress, the way we groom ourselves, the way we make ourselves as good-looking as possible? Again, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm saying just know what you're doing. You're wanting approval. You're wanting to be seen, to be noticed. Okay, but this can be a real rabbit hole because take, for instance, when we do plastic surgeries of different kinds, why are we doing that? Because we want approval, but now we're getting older and so we're getting lines on our faces or certain parts of our bodies are beginning to sag and we're not looking young and fresh anymore. 
and we feel that we're not special, we're not being noticed, we're not valued, we're not admired, we're we're not liked, we're not loved. And so we do all these cosmetic things in an effort to get a sense of approval from outside of ourselves. Now, do I have to say that if you begin to understand this, that you won't comb your hair anymore and you won't take a shower anymore? No, don't don't go crazy on this. <laughs> I'm not saying that the more evolved you become, the more you source from within, that you won't take care of yourself and you won't groom yourself and put on a nice shirt, okay? Of course you will, but you won't be attaching so much meaning. Do, does someone notice me? Does someone see it? You won't be using that to try to get an energy from outside of you, right? Okay, so this this approval thing is an addiction. And the more you dial into this, the more you see this, you're going to be amazed at how much of an addiction it really is, how much you crave it, how much time and energy and effort and thought you put into getting approval. Now, I know what I'm talking about with this one. Because of all the five, this is my button. This is my button. I'm an approval addict. From a very early age, I haven't done a bunch of childhood type of therapy, but from a very early age, I have so much wanted to be seen and valued and thought to be special. In fact, one of my persona names I have for myself is Mr. Somebody Special. I have put so much time and energy into being special in other people's eyes, whether it's my career or my appearance, and especially with women. You know, you've heard me talk about being Roy the Rescuer, right? Well, why was I in patterns of rescuing women who were damsels in distress? Underneath it all, I was looking for approval. I was looking to get a woman to like me, to, to want me, to value me. So in one of my books, I wrote a chapter. The chapter title was called The World's Greatest Boyfriend. Okay? I would do things and treat a woman in a way that would be like, you are the world's greatest boyfriend. But that was not coming from a loving expression of my heart. But as a fear-driven way of I need her approval, it was my mommy issue. I never felt approval from my mother. I never felt valued and seen and loved and liked just for who I was. I felt some warmth from my mother when I was a good boy, when I was doing things to make her happy. And it set me on this path of being an approval junkie, an approval addict. And I've sought approval from every area in my life. And if I fall asleep to myself, I still fall into it. One of the ways I fall into it 
is occasionally I'll talk to someone about working with me and they will choose not to. I can take that very personally. Because if you choose not to work with me, right, it's like you don't like me. What's, what's wrong with me? Like I feel – I can feel disrespected. I can feel like people don't notice what I have to offer. They don't know how smart I am. They don't know how much I can help them. See, what? when I'm triggered by a client choosing not to work with me, what's really happening there? I'm feeling like I am lacking approval and I'm making my client responsible to meet that need in me. And when they don't give me the approval that I want, I get mad at them. I feel resentful or I get defensive. You see, see how, how, see how normal that is? How natural that is? And you think about your life in the ways that you are requiring people to make you feel liked, loved, valued, appreciated. You're going to see you do it all over the place. And maybe you're like me. Maybe your biggest button is the approval button. That's one of the things I want you to learn from this whole series is which one is your bugaboo? Which one is your biggest button? You've got all five. I have all five. Trust me. But the approval button is the biggest one. That's the one that can get pushed the easiest. I can interpret anything that a person says or does toward me as you don't respect me. You don't see what I have to offer because I'm, I feel like I'm lacking approval and I'm expecting things on the outside of me to give it to me. So this is where my work is, is noticing when that button gets pushed and say, Roy, do you want to require them to make you feel approved of? Or do you want to source that feeling of approval from within? Can you rest as that which is already approved of, regardless of whether they work with you or not, or whether anyone notices your contribution, you've written books, you do this, you do that, blah, blah, blah. Regardless of whether someone sees how smart you are or how much you have to offer, can you stop wanting that from them and give it to yourself and rest in the awareness that even before you do anything, Roy, you're already approved of? Just because you're a living, breathing human being, you don't have to prove anything to yourself or anyone else. But I've really spent my entire life trying to prove myself to people. I've really gone through my life. I'm just being as raw, honest with you as possible. I've gone through my life trying to tell everyone, you see how, how, how I am good enough? Do you see how I am smart enough? Do you see that I, I, I really do have something to offer? I've spent my entire life trying to prove myself to people. Why? Because I don't feel approved of on the inside. And so I've done the only thing that I've ever known how to do because I was never taught anything else. Well, go out there and prove it. And I did that with women. 
I never felt approval from my mother. And so I've, I spent my whole life trying to get the feminine to want me, to see me, to notice me. And I got into all weird behavior patterns with women to try to get them to like me, doing things I didn't want to do for the wrong reasons. And it always backfired as it always will. So you're talking to someone who is hopefully in recovery as an approval addict. And so if you can relate to this, and I know you can, here's the simple, here's what you do with this. It starts by noticing your button is pushed. You have to recognize that you're triggered. (laughs) You really, otherwise you just get lost in your trigger and you just react and you say something or, you know, do something and make it worse. So there has to be a moment where you're like, oh my God, I'm triggered. And then, so that's the first thing you have to notice you're triggered. The second thing you have to ask yourself, well, which button got pushed here? Is it my wanting to feel safe and secure and survive button? Or is it my approval button? or the other three, which we'll get to in the following weeks. So first, you have to notice you're triggered. Second, you have to ask yourself, what button's getting pushed? And then third, you have to ask yourself, okay, what are you going to do with this? Are you going to push harder to get people to notice you? Are you going to get mad and scream and yell about how you're not valued, you're not seen, you're not liked, you're not loved? How dare you disrespect me? How dare you not notice me? I mean, are you going to create more drama and try to get the world to to give you what you need and meet your wants? And you got damn it. Let's come on. Be the partner you're supposed to be. Be the parents you're supposed to be. Be the children you're supposed to be. Be the boss you're supposed to be, right? You're triggered. Your button got pushed and you're going to either demand that the world give that to you or spend your effort subtly trying to manipulate everything around you to try to get it. Or you're going to notice your button's pushed. You're triggered. It's the approval button. And you can actually say, can I let go of wanting approval from an intimate relationship just for now as best I can? Like I know why I'm triggered. I'm wanting approval and I don't feel it. Can I let go of wanting that just for now? Just in this moment, can you just let go of wanting approval from your boss, from this person you're seeing, from a girlfriend, from a buddy, from a boss. Can you let go of wanting that? Can you let go of holding them responsible for meeting that emotional need just for now? And then can you give it to yourself? I mean, if you think they're supposed to be able to make you feel approval, if you think they can do it, well, then certainly you could do it, right? I mean, you're living inside you 24-7. (laughs) So if you think they can make you feel approval, well, then certainly you could do it for yourself. You could approve of yourself. 
See, I can choose to rest in my own awareness that I do have something to offer, even if people don't see it, and it's okay. That I, that I am valuable, that I have and I will make a contribution, and I know it. I can approve of myself. I know it. I don't need anyone else to know it. I really don't. I can meet a woman and I don't need to get you to like me by being some phony boyfriend doing things that I really don't want to do because I really don't need you to like me because I like me. I'm just standing before you and just, hello, my name is Roy. I don't need to play any game to get your approval, to get you to like me, to love me, to see me, to notice me. It's like, wow, this is a great guy. Wow, this is a great girl. Wow, you know, I I was always wanting to be a great catch. And when people didn't see me as a great catch, even as a coach, if I'm not seen to be great, a great coach, a great catch, Oh, fuck, I get pissed off. When I'm lost in my approval addiction. But if I can see it, if I can notice, oh my God, I'm triggered. Boom, my approval button's being pushed. They're not giving me what I want. Can you let them off the hook? Can you let go of wanting that from them? And can you give it to yourself? Can you rest as that which is already approved of just for now as best you can take a breath with that when you feel your buttons get pushed and you're wanting something to be given to you you can ask yourself can I let go of seeking that And can I rest as that which already has it? Can I rest as that which already is it? I'm already approved of. I don't need a woman to think I'm a great catch. I don't need a client to want to work with me to feel approval. Notice the roller coaster I'd be on. Oh, if I've got a full boat of clients, oh, I'm feeling great about myself because... Finally, all these people see how wonderful I am and they want to work with me. Oh, I've got no clients. Oh, I must be a loser. What's wrong with me? And what's wrong with all you people out there that don't want to work with me? I mean, you're stupid. You don't don't know what you're missing. Do you see it? It's the same way in your love life. If you've got people knocking down your door, I want to go out with you. I want to be with you. You're the greatest. You're like, oh my God, I'm on the top of the world. Everybody wants to be with me. And then you go through weeks, no contacts online. Everybody you talk to just sort of turns their head and goes the other way. Nobody's responding to any of your messages. And then you feel like, what's wrong with me? And I'm I'm a loser. And you go into this dark, deep thing. Or you start getting mad at the dating scene, angry at men, angry at women, all these fucking losers online. Can you relate to that? Of course you can. Because you're an approval addict. That's what approval addicts do. But if you can notice you're triggered and notice which buttons is pushed, 
Notice how you're wanting things from the outside of you to give you the sense of approval. Then you just ask yourself, could I let go of needing approval from this person I'm seeing or from my parents or boss or whoever? Can I approve of myself? Can I stand in my own power? Can I stand in my own strength and give myself what I, what I want? Or can I rest in the awareness that what I want is not missing in the first place? That I am secure right here in this moment, regardless of circumstances. That I am approved of. It doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what the guy online says or does or whether he calls me or ghosts me. It doesn't matter. This is what's powerful and possible. And this is how you can respond when you feel yourself getting triggered. And it just takes practice. And it is something that you have to do over and over and over again every time your buttons get pushed. Now, the more you work on this, the more you're present with it and just notice this whole game that plays out inside of you, the more you pay attention to it, the less the buttons will get pushed. People will still be doing whatever they do, but it just won't push your buttons anymore. You won't take it personal. Because that's what's really happening, isn't it? With all these core wants, you're taking it personal. They don't approve of me. Well, that is the essence of taking something personal. (laughs) But the more you work on this, you won't take people's actions and decisions and what they say and what they do personal. You'll see that it's not about you. It's about them. So when it's not about you, you won't react. There won't be a button to be pushed. See, I often use this analogy of a vending machine. Okay? Imagine that, I mean, you you are a vending machine, right? And a vending machine has all these buttons on it. You put money in, right? And you push these buttons and shit comes out, right? Crackers, peanut M&Ms, you know, whatever, sodas, you know, you... You push buttons, D1, E7, whatever, and something pops out of the vending machine, right? The more you, this is what happens when you're triggered. Somebody pushes your buttons. Ooh, E1 is approval. (laughs) They're not liking me, appreciating me, valuing me, seeing me, and ooh, out pops my reaction, my anger, my disappointment, my revenge, my retaliation, or whatever you do when you're triggered, right? The buttons get pushed. Out comes your shit. Okay? You can do enough of this work that the buttons will still always get pushed. But it's like that little wire that connects the button to the candy gets cut. So the button's pushed, but nothing happens. Nothing comes out. There's no reaction. It's like, oh, they they ghosted me. Okay. I guess that's how they do it. Next, you know, oh, somebody 
said X, Y, or Z, or this situation at work happens, and okay. I mean, you don't, you don't even take it as they're not approving of me. They don't like me. It, it, it doesn't even occur to you anymore. It's just like, oh, that's just what's happening. It's, it's not personal, right? So I don't want to mislead you. You're, the buttons are always going to get pushed because life happens. Life is always happening. But you can disconnect from the buttons. Oh, yeah, the button got pushed, but there's no reaction here. Eh. It's not like you're suppressing. You're not repressing. You're not burying anything. You're just not reacting. Because frankly, I already feel secure and safe. Before you do anything, before life does anything. And I already feel approved of before this person wants to go out with me or marry me or hire me or hang out with me. I already feel approval. So whatever you do, just whatever you do. Now, I know this sounds pretty grandiose, pretty idealistic. It is possible to live this way. But here's the thing. You don't have to live this way the rest of your life. You just have the opportunity when your button is pushed to do it right now. That's why I've been saying, can you let go of wanting their approval just for now? Okay, so maybe you've always felt a little disapproval from your mother or your father. You've always felt like they, they're always critical of you, demanding of you. They, they've never thought you've you know, amounted to what you should have amounted to or you haven't given them grandchildren and they just have this disapproval thing of you. And you're going to see them. You're going to bump into you, talk them on the phone, or maybe you, you visit them or whatever it might be. And you, they'll say something, as they always do, right? So the button's going to get pushed. And you can notice it. It's like, ooh, I just, I, just, I just got triggered. Mom said X, Y, or D, Z. Dad did X, Y, or Z. And I'm wanting approval. Man, I've been wanting their approval my whole life. Um. Could I let go of wanting approval from them just for now? Could it be okay that they're not giving me approval? And you're, you're going to find that, yeah, if it's just for now, yeah, I can let go of that. Then could I approve of myself? Could I stand here in my own understanding of myself and say, I feel good about you. I feel good about who I am and what I'm doing and I approve of me. And I really don't need anyone to approve of me. I don't have to hold, I don't hold it against them and I don't seek it. I, it's just not an issue. But you're only doing that just for now. It's just like, could you just let go of wanting approval just for now and approve of yourself? Just find it within yourself. And you'll find that, oh yeah, if... If it's just for now, but Roy, what about next week? What about this? What about that? I'm not, there is no future. It, all you have is now. Maybe when you get two weeks from now or you see your parents at Christmas or something, well, then you can let go then. But right now, all that you're doing is in this moment, my button got pushed. And could I just let go of wanting 
whatever core want it is from the outside and rest as, as that which is already here. Hmm. Well, I don't think this podcast turned out as short as I was hoping, but hopefully what I've said is of value. But now I'm also going to do what I did last week. I'm going to tag this podcast with that, I think it's 10 or 11 minute guided meditation by Jim Dethmer. He's doing a release on the wanting of security, approval, and control. And maybe security last week is your biggest button, but maybe approval is. And so maybe now you're going to want to listen to Jim's guided meditation because this, this is your issue. And you're going to hear, if you haven't already, that the first thing he's going to say is bring to mind a situation in which you feel something around security, approval, control, right? And then he's going to take you with that. So the guided meditation for today is the exact same one as last week, and I'm going to share it again on the third week, okay? So it's re- that this part is being repeated, but I would recommend now that we have this context of approval that you take some time and you listen to that. All right, so this is the end of part two, and next week we'll do part three as we talk about all of us who are control freaks. (laughs) And until then, here's Jim Dethmer. Commitment number 11 of the 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership is the commitment to source approval, control, and security from the inside. Approval, control, and security are the three great wants And when we think that they exist outside of ourselves and that we need to go get them from someone or something, it's a source of constant stress and suffering. So with commitment number 11, we make the choice to actually source these three great desires from the inside. Now, we learned about sourcing approval, control, and security from the inside from one of our great teachers, Hale Dwaskin, at the Sedona Method. If you've never gone there before, I highly recommend that you go to Sedona.com and learn and practice the Sedona Method. From Hale, we learned the process called the Triple Welcoming. In order to practice the Triple Welcoming, it takes nothing more than for you to bring into consciousness an issue, problem, or concern currently occurring in your life. And then as you bring that into consciousness, we're simply going to ask three welcoming questions. Now, as I ask these questions, I'm simply asking in this now moment, as best as you can, could you welcome? Welcoming is simply allowing It's letting what is be. Many of the great traditions have taught us that resistance is the cause of all suffering. And resistance comes in many forms. It's wanting to change something, yourself, another, or a circumstance. It's wanting things to be different than they are. So in the triple welcoming, we're going to practice just simply allowing what is to be. Actually 
welcoming it. Again, just do this as best you can in this now moment. So again, bring into your consciousness some issue, problem, or concern that's occurring in your life. And just go ahead and take the first one that occurs. And now we ask the first welcoming question. Can you welcome what is here now? So as you think about this issue, probably what comes to mind are pictures, sounds, sensations, thoughts, and memories. And that's perfectly okay. Can you just welcome all that as though it's a movie playing in your mind about this issue that brings up feelings and sensations and images and sounds? As best you can, could you just welcome all that? Just let it be here. And then second, could you welcome any wanting that comes up with all those pictures and sounds and sensations? Maybe it's the wanting of approval, to be liked, to be loved, to be cared for and valued. Maybe it's the wanting of control. You're wanting a person, a circumstance, a condition to be a certain way. You're wanting to control time or money or another person. Just welcome any wanting to control yourself, the other, or the situation. Maybe you're wanting security, safety, survival. And again, if that's what's coming up for you, just welcome the wanting. We're not pushing the wanting away. We're just simply welcoming any wanting that comes up around this issue. And then third, could you welcome wanting to make all of this personal? as though it's about you or who you are. Now, of course, you're saying to yourself, it is personal. It is about me and who I am. But that's actually a belief. And so we're not asking you to not believe this is personal. We're just asking you, could you welcome wanting to make it personal? Just welcome that that it seems so personal. And then could you, in this moment, rest as that which is beyond all wanting and beyond all need for anything to be personal? So now that you know the process, let's do it again. Allow it to come into consciousness something that's occurring in your life. It doesn't have to be negative or problematic. It could be experienced as positive. Just take the first thing that arises in consciousness. And first, could you welcome whatever is here, now? So as that issue comes into mind, welcome any pictures, images, sounds, sensations, feelings, or thoughts. Instead of resisting, just Open and allow whatever's here to be here as this situation comes into consciousness. Again, do this as best you can. And second, 
could you welcome any wanting that comes up around this? Sometimes it's the wanting of approval or the wanting of control, the wanting of security. And again, just welcome the wanting. And then could you welcome wanting to make this all so personal? Wanting to make it about you or who you are. And again, no need to change this or try to not make it personal. Just welcome the wanting to make it all so personal. And then in this moment, just in this moment, Could you rest as that which is beyond all wanting, as that which in this now moment is whole, perfect, and complete, lacking nothing? And could you rest as that which is beyond the personal, as presence or beingness itself? Now one more time, just a shortened version. Ask yourself this question. What's here now? And could you welcome whatever is here now? And could you welcome any wanting of approval, control, or security? And could you welcome the wanting to make it all so personal about you or who you are? And in this moment, could you simply rest as that which is beyond all wanting, beyond all lack, And could you rest as that which is beyond personal? Could you rest in and as presence and beingness itself? You've been listening to Attracting Lasting Love with Roy Biancalana. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with anyone you think might benefit from listening. Check out our website at coachingwithroy.com and tune in every week for more insights and wisdom on creating healthy, lasting, conscious relationships.